Welcome to Paid in Puke, the podcast where we discuss female-driven films through an inclusive feminist lens, with the help of the 1988 film, Heathers. Paid in Puke is hosted by Jessica Baxter, Amy Green, and Christina Barr. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. On today's episode of Paid and Puke, we are celebrating the 2023 queer, irreverent high school comedy, Bottoms. 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 <laughs> Directed by Emma Seligman and written by Seligman and Rachel Sennett. And they also collaborated on 2020's Shiva Baby. That's yes, a good one. watch it. Could the ugly, untalented gays please report to the principal's office? Guess that's you guys. Tonight is our night. We're getting the cooch. I'm going to talk to Brittany. You can say hi to Isabel. What would I say? Hey, girl, how's your boyfriend? How's his penis? I'm going to expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. We were just practicing for our self-defense club. So it's like a fight club? Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver at Wesleyan. Yes, sir. What's your plan here? Jeff is psychotic, and they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouth. You can be our club advisor. You know, my mom did say I need to pick up a hobby. Welcome to our fucking fight club. Let's get it popping in this motherfucker. I want that trophy. To have a safe space like this, it means a lot to people. I'm gonna finally reverse stalk my stalker. Yeah! I'll be able to kill my stepdad. Awesome. It seems so supportive of women. Especially the hot ones. Men need therapy. Are you cheating on me? No! I literally saw you yesterday. So nerd, I fucked your mom! We are literally at the bottom. We have nowhere to go but up. Your club is over. They deserve a shot at showing everybody how fucking cool they are. Let's go fuck up some football players. You created a fight club to get some coochie. Yeah, I don't even know how to work that thing. I know y'all ain't tickling the pearl. I just don't know if you're supposed to be talking to us like that, just like as a teacher. Bottom stars Rachel Sennett, Ayo Adibri, Ruby Cruz, Havana Rose Lou, Kaya Gerber, and Marshawn Lynch, yes. our hometown boy. <laughs> I guess he's also from, Bay, is it Bay Area or LA? I think, but, I think Bay Area, but I don't know. But we claim him in Seattle. <laughs> he's Quake, man. Turn and hand to Lynch, left side. Finds a little bit of a hole, keeps his legs moving. He's across the 40, midfield, 45, he's on the run, Lynch, 40, pushes him at 35, look at him go. He's down to 20, 15, he's going to go, he is going to go. 
mode ran so hard that seismic activity was recorded near Quest Field. Yes, he literally caused an earthquake. You know, this ain't something you could go home and be like, I want to get in beast mode, I want to get in beast mode. Nah, that ain't the way it worked. Beast mode is already inside of you. Bottoms tells the story of high school seniors Josie and PJ. PJ, why did I always say fucking names weird today? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Josie and PJ. PJ? Why are you still in your PJs? <laughs> I'll take that again. It tells the story of high school seniors Josie and PJ, two quote-unquote ugly, untalented gays who decide to start a self-defense club in order to trick the hot girls in school into sleeping with them. We all saw this movie together, like, right when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and we were so excited about it, and it basically became an instant paid and classic. So uh, I think our hot prop seg is going to be pretty short. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say we saw it together, and I saw it again with Logan, like, two days later. And then a week later, took Matt to see it. <laughs> so I saw it three times in the theater. So. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a rare one where I watched it twice to prep for the pod. I think the last time I did that was Barb and Star, and that was just because I wanted to for extra fun. This one I was because there's so much in it that I had to like go back and look things up and notice things. Because fortunately, this movie came out, like the press tour was right before the SAG strike. Oh, nice. So there does exist interviews with Senate Seligman and Adibri. There are lots of interviews with the three of them, and they were so cute, and they like did lots of like, Q and A's for some reason. Like oh, their fun. their interviews were like people submitted questions about oh. like your friendship because Io and Rachel were friends. They met in college, and I think Emma Seligman also met them in college. So they just have like this great three best friends energy that's so yeah. awesome. And they cited influences for the film. This is going to be so clear once I say them: Wet Hot American Summer, yes, <laughs> Bring It On, and Scott Pilgrim, okay. and a little bit, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> and those are like their reference points. And it's such a banger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I saw so much of Heather's in it, like when I was watching it the second time, too. Yeah, like, I know. It's, it's interesting. They didn't mention yeah. Heather's at all. Maybe they're just too I, young I did for see, Heather's. Yeah. But I did see Emma Seligman on Instagram put a post once of like 10 shots for movies that were all influences. And Heather's wasn't one, but Jennifer's Body was one. Oh. And there was another Edgar Wright movie because he commented Hot like, Fuzz? I don't think it was Hot Fuzz, no. I don't think I'm going to remember. Okay. <laughs> he made Scott Pilgrim, right? Yes. Because he was like, oh, proud to have directed two of these. Oh, man. Awesome. Dear Diary. The complete list of influences as cited on Instagram. Scott Pilgrim, Bring It On, Zoolander, Attack the Block, Not Another Teen Movie, Fight Club, Kick Ass, Wet Hot American Summer, Jennifer's Body, and Shaun of the Dead. How very. There's gotta be some Heather. (laughs) (laughs) By osmosis, if nothing else. Right. I got some Heather's... I mean, there's a scene where Brittany and Isabel are both wearing, like, yellow plaid. Oh, yeah. yeah. It felt very clueless callback to me. Like, right. and then, like, the scene where Isabel, where she's at the diner and she bangs her head <laughs> on the table. It reminded me so much of Clueless where time was doing <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I also think that sometimes you can tell when a filmmaker is also, like, a real movie lover, you know? Like, yeah. so there's so many influences. I feel like the whole creative team works so well together. The stunt coordinator, the cinematographer, the production manager, and then the directors and stars. Like, they all were just putting stuff out, and they were, like, molding this perfect 
high school movie that's both like a fresh new thing and an homage to everything that came before it. Mm -hmm. And it all comes across so well. It's just like, this is a, yeah. So tight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's wonderful. And I really liked, I might butcher the explanation, but they told the production designer to basically watch a whole list of films and then make a hodgepodge of outfits from it. Oh, Oh, nice. (laughs) Or the costume designer. And the production designer was like, okay, in this scene we want like John Hughes meets Clueless. And Britney's room might have been a little Heather's, like a little. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. (laughs) It's so much going on yeah there. Okay. and Brittany had her bed she had the sheer like curtain the gauze curtain the, yeah the four poster bed or yeah whatever. I feel like that was in Heather's room it reminds mm-hmm. me of Heather Chandler's room for sure. yeah it's also like a fun kind of fresh take on on a feminist movie where it's not like teaching us about feminism so much as it's using feminist platitudes as a jumping off point for commentary that's so refreshing right yeah there's so much to it like i love how hard it goes and how you know it touches on some really rough stuff in like a really casual way <laughs> yes. which i love hey the prep club worked hard on those that belongs to the school oh cool so does your vagina nice try pj but my vagina belongs to the government you know like who's gonna write gray area stuff counts too oh my know? god that like, whole scene is fucking perfect it is right (laughs) i feel like that's so true that there's stuff people live with that's like fucking horrifying but it's like whatever we have to live with it you know like (laughs) i mean yeah and so many references of like no wonder i should get a gun every time i call the police about my stalker they tell me to fill out an online form and then the form tells me to call so i call and then they say they can't get involved until he tries to kill me and he keeps saying he's going to but that doesn't count, so it's just like annoying. Been there. You're stalker. Nobody's helping you with that, or right. you know. everything in that. Like, well, she's like says this like horrifying thing. She's like, so it's pretty annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Brittany's like, well, I've been assaulted like a million times, but I'm more annoyed that everyone knows me for being beautiful and popular, and no one knows I'm actually smart and super driven. Like, I literally own a jewelry business and no one talks about it. See? I've been assaulted a million times, but what really bothers me (laughs) is not being taken seriously. So without, like, hammering it to death, this is something that women just live with. Like, that's just part of being a woman is Mm -hmm. that you assume everyone's got assault history, you know, and... Yeah. Okay, what's the stuff that really bugs you? You know, I have a jewelry business that no one talks about. Right. You know? <laughs> like, of course, we've all been assaulted. So what besides right. that? Right. <laughs> it's pretty annoying. <laughs> like, the interactions with the principal, and he's just like, <laughs> it is clear that the football team rules the school, mm. and, like, this rivalry or whatever, like, he's talking <laughs> to these girls and saying, like, yeah, you can have your club and you can beat each other up while you do the vagina model. <laughs> you need to stay in your lane. The homecoming game with Huntington is nearly a month away. Do you know how long we've been working toward this? Yes. yes. It's everywhere. 20 years. Couldn't be clearer. Okay, you know what? I don't care. Fuck it. I don't care. You're over it. Okay. Yeah, you can beat the shit out of each other while you perform the vagina monologues. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver Wesleyan. Yes, sir. The message is clear, like, you're not important here. Yeah. Just don't make any noise, you know what I mean? Just like, don't fuck with the one important thing, which is the football don't players. Even though the football players are fucking with them. Like, right. 
Uh, I know. I really like how that scene escalates. And it kind of gives me Barb and Star energy a little bit, where they're, like, making up lies on the spot <laughs> to get out of something. I'm going to expel you both. No! Yes. No! Yes. No! You have to understand that this was a misunderstanding. Really? We were just practicing for... for our self-defense club. Self-defense, what is that? Uh... That's a, like a fight club? Well, here's yes! the thing. Yes! Uh, yes! Uh, yes! A fight club where we fucking beat each other up and shit. No, we don't. Yeah. No, we don't. Shut up. But obviously the context is totally different. But it is really funny how he's like, why didn't you use other means to fight back against this huge right. football player? Right. And that's when she's like, maybe I just need to buy a gun. Right, right. <laughs> Jeff is psychotic and he tried to murder us. Ha, sure, you're all victims and girls are always right, right? Yeah, actually. How come you can't buck up and learn to protect yourselves without running somebody over? Maybe it's because we're small and he's giant, so we needed to use a little machinery. Did you ever think of that, sir? Can we just explain Maybe I ourselves? should buy a gun. Okay, what? what? Seriously? Because yeah. they're big, we're small. <laughs> yeah, and then you see that happen with the pep rally. Mm -hmm. Hazel, like, she could have gotten really fucking hurt in that scene. She does. Like, yeah, I mean, she does. I mean, the football player is like, girls can do anything guys can. Right. right. And it's like, well, this is not what... <laughs> Exactly, that's this not what not we were saying. We weren't right, saying yeah, we no. should get into fights with enormous <laughs> men. We're saying, like, we should have the right to protect ourselves. That's right. Right. I mean, right. I feel like that hits, like, such a strong message. Like, there's so much about, like, empowering ourselves and take a self-defense mm -hmm. class. You know, in a way, it's like, don't kid yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can do that, but, you know, when it comes down to it, it's not really a fair fight between men and women. Right. You know? And the fact that we're encouraged to do that instead of, like, we'll keep men from raping you. It's like, no, why don't you just... <laughs> Just learn right. to defend yourself a little bit. Right. <laughs> like, it's always on the women. Everything that happens to them right. in the patriarchal society is put on them. Yeah, like you said, Amy, it just calls it out in such a fresh way <laughs> without hammering it home. It's so perfect. Yeah, I like that it just presents these things that teenagers and older women deal with. It's not a movie that is heavy on a message. And I really appreciate it for that. It's just very real. I love that they're bottoms. Like, they really have nothing to lose. We just run the risk of becoming even bigger losers than we already are right now. And I hate to break it to you, but we're pretty big losers. And that is the beauty. That is the beauty of this movie. Mm. Because we are literally at the bottom. We're the lowest of the low. Okay. We have nowhere to go but up. They just go for it, you know? And that's, that's freedom. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many great moments in the movie, and I don't even know what to say. Yeah. It's, so good. it's okay. so good. Yeah, the message isn't some comment on feminism. It's like a sort of a funhouse mirror against high school and yeah. sexual politics and right. gender politics in high school. We all learn from each other, right? And we, and, and we had a great time doing it. I thought this club was for sisterhood. It was for your own selfish interests. This is the second wave all over again. I love the Wet Hot American Summer comparison because that is a movie that has some really dark moments <laughs> that are thrown in there and then overall it's just like ridiculous, you know, but it's right. the takeaway is that was so fun, but if you really like, if you really dive deep into it, you're like, oh God, there's some pretty fucked up stuff in here, Yeah, but it's not like 
out of nowhere stuff. It's stuff that reflects society. And I love that the teenagers acted like very real teenagers. They're not like fully formed adults. Just like moments like where Isabel is like, I really appreciated you fighting and speaking loudly at my boyfriend. I really value when people use violence and raise their voices for me. It's actually one of my love languages. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of my love languages. And it, I can totally see a teenager yeah. saying that, you know, and like I miss when he used to <laughs> shiny, shiny, shiny. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's for the best, but I do kind of miss when he would touch my hair and go like shiny, shiny, shiny. They're horny teenagers that want to <laughs> date and shit like that. Especially like, like how they think it's for, you know, when she's like, my whole life's fucked! You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're 17. <laughs> yeah. That is such a, yeah. You're, it's you're, not going to happen for me. Yes, <laughs> oh my God. Is she going on your permanent record? <laughs> you will never let this down. I remember those feelings so much about I'm never going <laughs> to meet someone. I don't want to say it, but we're fucked. You know what? I'm good. Because it's not going to happen for me. If it's not happening here, then it's definitely not happening at Emerson, okay? I'm done trying to sow my damn oats. I'm packing up my vagina, and I'm fucking mad you. That's the only hope for me. It's man the two, man. And because he's gay and fearless, he's probably going to fuck me without protection. Then I'm going to get pregnant. We're going to have to join a church. He'll be the gay pastor. My whole life's fucked. And yeah, sure, his sermons are good. But everybody knows he's fruity. Everybody knows he's fucking fruity. By the way, our son Hezekiah hates us because he knows we're both closeted. We try to make it work for him, but he's not happy. And yeah, guess what? The deacon's fucking the evangelist, man. He's fucking the evangelist. I don't want to live like that. Will you come and visit us on Sundays? Please, will you come and visit us on Sundays? When I saw it the first time in the theater, it totally went over my head that it takes place in the aughts. Oh. In my research, they weren't like trying to make it timeless so much as they were working very hard to make it take place out of time oh. like oh. the only technology is when tim is using a flip phone to call oh, yeah. some, and, and the phone book yeah yeah there are moments like where they're going to tp jeff's house <laughs> and britney is in like a velour juicy um mm, mm-hmm. track suit and he's got like a walkman on or something he's wearing oh, like right. headphones yeah, over like his ears yeah complicated <laughs> montage yeah. and like uh, the needle drops are so inspired. <laughs> I love every single one of them. And then the score is by Charlie XCX, which is such a oh, fun, fun. Oh my god, I love that. Way to go, right? Was she, was she the one that did that? I love that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know a lot of her actual pop music. I know that the Icona Pop collab. I really like that one. Oh, she did <laughs> boys. Oh, yeah, boys I from the. On the Promising Young Woman soundtrack. You know the boom clap, too. Hmm. Probably. That's Charlie. I probably do. (laughs) That's Charlie. (laughs) That's Charlie. (laughs) That's so Charlie. That's so Charlie. Uh, Oh my gosh, Charlie. One of my fun facts was that they had her sort of do an unlicensed version of Toxic during the football scene. If you listen to it, it's like bizarro Toxic. Oh, (laughs) yeah. 
I love that stuff. <laughs> My favorite thing about it, I think, is how real all of the, the stunts are and the fight choreography so is so fun. fucking the great. The fight is so good. <laughs> I read a whole interview with the fight choreographer. His name is Devin McNair. And hilariously, she's also an intimacy coordinator. Oh, and she's yeah. like, the two go hand in hand. Yeah, that makes sense. But she doesn't ever want to do both at the same time. There's definitely a lot of crossover. It is so funny yeah. when the guy lands on the sword. Like, <laughs> yes. just like, oh, okay. It was so like that. I feel like it's a little Anchorman inspired. Ah, uh, yeah. When it just goes like so right, crazy, right. <laughs> you're like, okay. That, like when Matt and I saw that in the theater, like he was so in. You know, like, yeah. you know, like the third act, like people are either in or out. And when he landed on the sword, Matt was like, yes, like, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was so unexpected, and like Hazel's bomb finally goes off. Oh. Like yeah. Last, and it's just like yeah. so fucking hilarious. That's such a great way to. I mean, it ends with a bang, literally. It's <laughs> such a great way to end the movie. That faraway shot of everyone on the field turning to look at the tree when it explodes. So <laughs> I love the foreshadowing with Hazel, like how the first time you see Hazel, she takes everything so literally. They're like, oh, yeah, we were in juvie. You were in juvie? Yeah. What happened to your arm? Oh my god, she ate shit, is what happened. She ate literal shit. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Did you get beat up again? No, I just tripped. Or and you I... jumped? Was it spy camp? Did you go to juvie? Yeah, we went to juvie. Oh my god, it was juvie? She's like, yeah, Hazel, let's do terrorism. I'm getting revenge. I'm gonna fuck up some football players and I'm buying a gun. Hell yeah. What about my stepdads? What about like Eggman? Yeah, so we can make him not refrigerated and smelly? And we can cook him be like, you're a yeah. <laughs> What about like a bomb? Like a, like a super small bomb. I mean, they're super easy to make, and I could just put it under his car and it could be a distraction. Yeah. Hazel, let's do terrorism. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she's Hazel. like, on it. Right. I know, she's like a good-natured JD, almost. <laughs> right. We need a distraction. So now you want a bomb. I love how sexuality of the characters is value neutral, you know, like mm -hmm. everybody, you know, they're going to the carnival to go like <laughs> talk to their crushes and stuff. <laughs> and I love the outfit that, um, <laughs> a little Dutch boy, outfit. <laughs> like a little Dutch boy. <laughs> so good. Hey, Brittany. PJ. I am loving all the holes in your pants. Thanks. You look like a little Dutch boy. Thank you. So, Brit, can I call you Brit? I'd prefer if you just called me my name. Brittany. Um, no, not that. Brittany. They have their crushes and they want to get with their crushes. Isabel. Josie was just saying something similar to me. I don't think so. I'm Josie, by the way. Good evening. Yeah, you're skinny. You're a real skinny mini, aren't you? <sighs> you probably should eat. I'm going to send you to the hospital how skinny you are. Uh-oh, call the doctor. Skinny girl, I see. They have crushes on girls, and it's like, right. whatever, you know? And it's right. like... Right, and it's very, that's very true to now, at yeah. least, like, where we mm -hmm. are, you know? Like, Isabel's into whatever. Josie and She's TJ are gay, and, mm -hmm. like, Brittany's straight. You know, where we grew up, it was, like, so binary, you know? Yeah. It's like, you're gay or you're straight or you're bi, which is, like, a gay person who's kidding themselves, you know? Yeah. That's it, you know? And it's just, like, whatever. Yeah, it's not like Isabel is now a lesbian. It's like, right. oh, she's obviously bisexual. 
bisexual because right. she was really into Jeff and she's right. also really into Josie. I really appreciated when they do the distraction and it's like Hazel <laughs> and uh, PJ making out or whatever. And one of the cheerleaders was, I mean, it's just like a small moment. But one of the cheerleaders is like, I am gay. Yeah. And, then, and then Brittany's and like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. not. Yeah. I'm just like gay. Poor. Putting something yes. like that in for yeah. like kids to see. Not, yes. There was nothing about any of that like growing up Mm -hmm. or you know like thinking like that even straight sexuality could be nuanced (laughs) these like internal strife of like who am i Mm -hmm. and maybe right and it's not even like gay straight it's like girls in our dinners are told like you don't want sex you know yeah even like being sexual at all it's like okay nympho you know yeah i just love that this movie that's not presented to the viewer to like have an opinion on it's just what it is right it's presented that like teenagers are sexual yeah and teenagers have crushes and they have their crushes on girls sometimes boys whatever and i just love that kids are seeing that Mm -hmm. hazel Mm -hmm. was one of my favorite characters i just like, I felt like too. she's the very wholesome person that wants to help and do things, but oh, very, yeah. like... She's making spreadsheets and taping right. up notes. Yeah. Oh, my I, God. I, she's I so great. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of without being asked, you're like, I did all this stuff. Good for fucking you, Hazel. I'm glad that you finally wrote one email. Accomplished a lot. I actually did. I practically ran this club for you and Josie. let's calm down, maybe. You really think that you're the reason that we have this club? The reason? No, but I can tell everyone that if you want. Sorry for being an asshole a lot of the time. Most of the time. All of the time. And I do think that it's nice to always take notes and... Then you type them up and email them to everyone. She is like a bomb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like very smart, clearly. It's kind of a bummer. She's in the Willow remake. Oh. I was watching this with my friends. They're all gay. On Thanksgiving, we watched Bottoms after we ate. My friend Izzy was like, yeah, gay kids are going to want to be watching Hazel in the Willow remake, but like Disney took it off of their platform so they could have the tax write-off like as a loss but like gross that sucks that gay kids are not going to be able to watch her they're going to want to watch her in other things yeah that's a big thing that she was in that's funny because i read that she had the most fight choreo experience but i didn't know why that was but it's obviously that's why (laughs) she learned it all for willow i mean that's a whole other conversation the streaming platforms like dumping things for for what essentially amounts to peanuts to them but to the creators it's like yeah, all yeah, it's, they're just taking it as a they're sell, right yeah, they get no money. Like, okay, we want to watch it. Like take yeah. Our money, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, the star of Willow is like totally pissed at Disney, like what do I tell people that want to watch our show? Yeah. You know? Anyways. It's just great that there are, like, teenage gay kids who star yeah. in movies. You know, like, gay characters. And mm-hmm. That didn't exist when we were teenagers. And not only that, but, like, I mean, at least with Io, she's not a lesbian actress, right? She, no, I don't <laughs> She's, like, she's... she can play anything she wants. Right, yeah. I really like that. I think Rachel Sennett is a little bit more pansexual vibe in all of her characters so far, but it's just great to have, like, a cast of people where it's not like that's a gay actor, that's a straight actor who only does these roles or those. Like, right, we're kind of just now getting to the point where we can allow actors the oh, right. <laughs> the ability to play a sexuality spectrum. Right. I know, like, we've kind been... of insane that that has to be. <laughs> In 2023. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
God, yeah, I remember that with, like, Anne H. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. people wouldn't like, believe her with a man because she was with Ellen. Yeah, it seems better for the kids. I know, like, kids have a lot of other issues, but, like, this mm-hmm. seems like yeah. something yeah. good. It seems That's so good. I would have absolutely killed to have this movie in high school, but, of course, the world wasn't right. there. But I'm so excited for any high school kid who gets to discover this movie for the first so, time. Yeah. And how it will... Open the doors for other classic comedies that <laughs> inspired it, and it's so wonderful. <laughs> Going back to the set design, one of my favorites is the second meeting, where they have all of that basically toddler gym equipment laying around. It's so funny. And they don't even talk about it, and nobody picks up the giant gold boxing gloves. <laughs> but I love they have that tube that toddlers oh and dogs God, run through. So and. Funny. Someone's doing a hula hoop when they first get to it. Also, like, Matt's favorite thing. I mean, I have, like, a million favorite things, but how the football players are always in full gear. (laughs) They have that one guy in a cage in the classroom, and it's just, like, normal. And then he comes back. Eventually, he gets to do something outside the cage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, we have to keep him caged up because he's so violent. (laughs) But he's good at football. Shut up. Hot probs is on. Oh, shit, Yeah. My only sort of hot prop is I've watched this four times. I cannot watch when Hazel gets kicked in the head. Like, I watched it the first time I saw it, and every time I've had to, like, cover my eyes. But I love that this movie goes so hard, so it goes hard in that part. So I can't even really hold that as a hot prop, but I cannot watch it. Yeah, the violence can be so brutal. I yeah. love the, like, the continuous David Fincher references because like, the violence is sort of Fincher-esque in places, especially when that one Huntington football player, it's like the camera over oh. his head and the oh, yes. the jaw. The, the blood. All of the like impact shots are in slow motion, which makes sense. It's like mm. that's how you do it safely. But they're so fucking good. I did frame by frames for a couple of the more realistic looking punches and slaps and stuff. It's always like throw it on one shot and then cut to the person being like, ah, but then the sound design matches up so perfectly. It's just like perfectly executed fight choreography, like John Wick level. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah, I read something like they didn't have a lot of budget, the fight choreography mm-hmm. or something. So they watched the movie Kick-Ass a bunch of times oh, yeah. and like, tried to copy some of the moves, which ah. I thought was really interesting. The movie is just so good. I love the movie more every time I see yeah. it. I do think the Hazel getting her ass kicked at the pep rally is hard. It's a hard watch and like... Yeah. I guess the thing that saves her story, like, makes it happier. It looks like maybe, like, a burgeoning romance yeah, between yeah. her and EJ in the end. But um, I like that even before that, they go to great lengths to show that every other girl in the class, like, rallies around her. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, yeah. you know, they're all watching David Fincher movies together and taking yeah. care of her. Like, when they're basically apologizing, like, will you please forgive us so we can save the football team? The other girls kind of look at her like, you know, we've got your back no matter what. Right. Right. I love that. I think you just need that. You need to see this, like, super pure, sweet girl get her ass kicked to be like, okay, these guys fucked up and they're going to have to do something really big to make up for it. (laughs) Yeah. Because they are heroes. I mean, they're very flawed protagonists, obviously. Mm -hmm. Even though Josie's like... I know. It's like hot props. Nope, there aren't any. (laughs) My one hot prop is that this didn't make a billion dollars. Right. (laughs) Next call. Yeah, I like the the main characters were flawed. Like the scene with PJ and Josie, I think it's in like the gym and Josie's saying like, you're the only one that didn't get anything or do anything. I just followed your lead like an idiot. You followed my lead when you created that insane story about girls betting on you to fight other girls with shivs. You were just mad 
because I did this. I, I, I got to be with Isabel on my own, without you. No, you never would have talked to her without me, ever. <laughs> I'm the one who made it happen for you. You know what's so funny about this whole fucking thing, all your little schemes, all your, oh, we'll have Ari here and we'll fuck so many girls and whatever. It's that you're the only one who didn't do anything. Yeah, well, that's because Brittany's straight, so... Yeah, no shit, she's straight! Does it even matter? Do you even care? Do you actually like her? Do you care about anyone other than yourself? Just find some other girl to fucking jack off to and do nothing about! No shit, she's straight. Have you paid attention to anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I really love her line of it. Like, yeah, no shit, she's straight. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like... But that is what teenagers do. Teenagers right. are so in their own world, you know? And, like, I no. love the way that they portray teenagers in a very authentic way, I mm -hmm. think. She apologized and it came, I guess, full circle. Everything is very lightly touched on. There's a lot of show, don't tell, which is so fucking great. Like, at the end where they kind of fight together, <laughs> PJ and Brittany fight together a little bit, and it's like, okay, they're friends now. Yeah. And that's great for Brittany because she's like... My best friend doesn't talk to me when she's in a relationship, so I really like that for them and sort of the implications of that going yeah. forward. I also, I really like the PJ Britney stuff because I feel like Britney genuinely likes PJ kind mm -hmm. of a lot, yeah. you know? And I really like in the scene when PJ kind of goes for it. I'm just concerned because I'm like, your wrists are so small and the pen is so heavy that I'm like, is she getting exhausted? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised you can even see what you're doing with all the surface area that yours are taking up. Wow. Must be a struggle for you to write. Okay, does this hurt? Actually, yeah, that does hurt my tiny, delicate wrist. Yeah, that was the lightest type of all time. Can't, can't even feel, feel it, can't, can't feel, feel anything. It's like muscles in there. <laughs> PJ, I'm, I'm straight. Oh. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm sorry if no, you misread that's anything. It's all good. I shouldn't have assumed anything. I like that she says, I'm sorry if you misread something yeah. and not like, I'm sorry. Because I don't feel like she did anything to mislead her, you know, and she doesn't totally. act like that. I really like how all of that goes down. And I like that it's, I'm just not gay, mm -hmm. you know. Not like, like you. It's not like a <laughs> yeah. shame. I've seen that a bunch of times. It's nice to see yeah. like this right. in a different way where it's like, I keep saying value neutral, but I can't. I mean, I think that's way. the it's best saying. way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's do meaningful oh passages let's because do, there's like, five the passages. whole screenplay. <laughs> no, right? Lori started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of Mopey Dick, if you know what I mean. Oh my god, I know, I kind of stopped writing eventually because it's like everything. I was gonna study for Mr. G's Women Murdered in History <laughs> <laughs> I was going to study for Mr. G's Women Murdered in History Test, if you wanna. I like the uh, whole conversation between Mr. G and the girls when he's like, just because I said Amelia Earhart. Yes, yes. I trusted you two, and y'all exploited my solidarity. Is this about the time I said Amelia Earhart was a fake hero? Because it's true. 
Many of guys fly planes without crashing, but you never hear about them. And then it's like, oh, it's so hard to be a girl. We like make less money. We have to lose our last names. I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of our lives. Oh, I love the mint green backsplash in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, you leave me for a motherfucker named Tony. And suddenly, the fucking kitchen is lime green. I think, yeah, I think that moved away from us. <laughs> all of that is so good. All of it. <laughs> oh, you look confused. Like how I'm confused right now on how you created a fucking fight club to get some coochie. And for what? You don't even know how to work that thing. I know y'all ain't tickling the pearl, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? Caressing the back of that neck and all type of... You know. sorry, I just don't know if you should... You're supposed to be talking to us like that, just like as a teacher. Man, I knew women were evil. Motherfuckers always telling me, like, no, that's not true. But time and time again... Plenty of men like, have flown planes and not crashed. <laughs> you never hear about that. Right. <laughs> or when she's or like, I don't think you should be talking to us. Basically, everything he says is fucking hilarious. It is. And if you want to talk about Marshall, and my favorite oh, fun fact him. about him is that they had scripted lines for him. But they basically stopped using them because his, <laughs> all of his improvs were funnier. He's so good. So they had certain story beats they had to hit, but they just, like, let him go. It's so great. So, like, almost all the big punchlines from him are just <laughs> off the top of his head. I'll say <laughs> off on your... <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's reading a magazine called Divorced and Happy, but then there's just a picture of an ass on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's so fucking great. I want him to host a reality show or something. Just anywhere yeah. where he can, like, be just himself talk. all He's the so time. funny. I don't know what he needs to find. He's so charismatic. We were at the cracking game the other night, and there was a little clip of him, like, showing him the winter classic jersey, <laughs> and he was just being so funny, because they're like, oh, you can't keep it. That's the only one. He's like, who's going to stop me? <laughs> <laughs> but it went on, and it was really funny. I also love a great way to be an ally. <laughs> you just say you're going to do something, yeah. and then don't come. <laughs> That's my favorite way to be an ally. You just say you're doing something, and then you don't do any of those things. You know what I mean? You say, I support women. You don't. Don't come. <laughs> They're so good at lying in the moment, even though it like comes back on them. And Josie especially. Just anytime she goes off on a lie tangent, it's so funny to me. <laughs> And then there's one where she's describing basically the plot of the Hunger Games. So then I was like, <laughs> I went back and listened to all the other ones really carefully because I was like, are those all from movies too? But I couldn't recognize any of the others. Obviously, you know, we had to survive the tributes and, you know, I did have to like fight people basically every single night. People were betting on us and we were given like jibs and rusty pocket knives and splintered wood and um pipes as well and um we had to just like fight people sometimes to the death um and i still hear their screams at night um and that guilt probably will like always shackle me forever they're all so funny and how they escalate so quickly especially the first one i love where she's like will you come visit us on sunday yes. I <laughs> love that. everyone knows he's fruity <laughs> our son hezekiah hates I us i don't want to live like that will you come visit us Oh my god. Which is like, Juvie was insane. <laughs> Juvie was insane. Once a girl tried to kill me with rat poison, so I took her outside and I punched her till she died. So you killed a girl? Uh, no. 
because the ambulance came and revived her. And we actually had a really productive conversation when she came back to life, so. <laughs> I watched her till she died. It's so funny. There was something that PJ saying, like, I was on my knees in the rain, and then I looked up and I was blind. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, is that what happened in Sounds Shawshank? like Shawshank, I yeah. think, yeah. <laughs> One time this girl's punching me in the rain. I fall to my knees. It's muddy. I get up. I'm blind. Punch her right in the middle of her face. Broke her fucking nose. I was like, she's describing something <laughs> I've seen in a movie before. So, I mean, it very well could be the other Josie Things Are movies. I just don't know what they would be. I don't know if there's one where I punched her till she died and then they revived her and we had a productive conversation. I think that's just off the top of her head. I love all the stuff in the beginning at the fair, you know, she's like, I love all the holes in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> the other, like, attempt to flirt. First good of evening. all, good evening. super it's relatable. So <laughs> how it's, like, not going well at all. I also love the detail about how Josie does, like, a tip of a hat, but she's not wearing a hat. <laughs> but before she left the house, she was wearing, like, four hats. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you wearing? That's just, oh, little God, tiny so callbacks funny. like that are so fucking right. funny. Right, that's thing. another thing, like a heavy thing that's just so casually mentioned <laughs> is that Brittany's like, no, I'm going to puke. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pull the trigger out. Right. Yeah. Grow up, Heather. Bulimia is so 87. She's like, I have an idea. <laughs> Eat some food, digest it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Brittany. Are you thinking of running a Ferris wheel at all tonight? I wasn't. I'm going on the Puke and Duke. I need a pull trick. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I'm going to say something crazy. I think you can eat food, digest it, let it marinate, poop it out. Mm, gross. Maybe this? You want a bite of this? Oh, no. Yeah, this is fucking disgusting. Oh, you want a hot dog? We could go get hot dogs. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, we could get the bun. No the bun. You gotta get the bun. No. Yes, you could. No. No bun. And then how PJ turns it into like a cute story the next she day. She's like, no, not the bun. <laughs> not the bun. Oh, Bernie was just so cute last night. Like, no, I can't eat a hot dog. I know I won't, I won't even digest it. I have to throw up. And I was like, you can have it. She's like, no, not just maybe, but not the bun. Oh, it was really sweet. You had to be there. I was there. You can have you it. You can there. have it. <laughs> you had to be there. So I was there. <laughs> that happens twice because Isabel comes up and is like, I heard you like beat up my boyfriend last night. So, um, weren't you there? And also PJ when she's like, um, what did you think about that? <laughs> I heard you guys ate literal shit and killed girls in juvie. Really? Um, what did you think about that? I love her. I love her voice too. Voices are so important to me, and I love Rachel Sennett's voice. Like, there's a phone book in this movie. I would love for her to just read the phone book. I would listen to it. I love her voice. I felt that but way about Aya's delivery. Says that, like, when she's like yeah, what did you think about that? <laughs> Also, Britney's thing, when you sleep, it should be, like, total time. Oh, God, I, I love that. Guys, we really, really need you. We do. In your fucking dreams, PJ, which you don't deserve to have. When you sleep, it should be, like, total darkness. Wow. That's, like, such a good, like, a teenager, like, thinking they are, like... It's pretty good. But it is, really. It's quite a stab. It's and PJ's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
Oh, the other thing that they touched on was, like, the fundraising, the school, like, having a car wash. Oh, yeah, night. that's selling uh, their underwear. All the creepy old men want to get their car washed by, like, teenage girls. First club fundraiser. I'm so excited. Great turnout, right? <laughs> Hello, ladies. I don't know why anyone wants my old, dirty underwear. It's so weird. <laughs> hey, Britta, don't let them touch in between your toes. Thanks, PJ. Ah. We're having fun. We're selling panties. Isabel's like, I don't know why everyone wants to buy my old dirty underwear. It's so weird. <laughs> and really all of that is just one step further from what really happens, which is teenage girls washing cars. Like that. Right. That is a way that they do fundraisers. So it's just like barely a leap to be like, and sell your old underwear. Right. To raise money for the school. Yeah. Also just so relatable how they're like, it's on you to raise money for our school right. because the government won't give us enough. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not the football team trying to raise money no. for that. You know. Although I have to say like Logan's favorite, because Logan loved Hazel the best, but Logan's favorite Hazel part is when she's like, he's like the main guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. Fucking tired. My mom was up all night fucking the meathead. Oh, meathead. You know, like the guy. It's like the crybaby. With the balls, he catches them and he th- he throws them. He's like the main guy. J- Jeff is your. Is your mom up with Jeff? He's like the main guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that too. I love that. I also really love Jeff when he's like, shut up, nerd. I fucked your mom. <laughs> Dude, I Right after he's like, I did I not didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I promise you, I am not sleeping with her. I literally saw you yesterday. Shut up, nerd. I fucked your mom. I had some sympathy for Jeff and Whoa. some well just like where yeah uh, well what did you think well, about like, that? the fucking mom was fucking I mean, well yeah that is child. gross that's true sure that's, that's gross. gross yeah, yeah. Um, even though I guess it's technically <laughs> legal, it's still just pretty nasty. And then he tries to like, he's like, gonna have a come snack? on to <laughs> Josie, like you right. saved me. You saved me. You're welcome. Oh, no. Uh, Jeff has some issues. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mrs. Callahan, can I have a snack? The thing with the porn, like, what if that's not... Yeah, is porn even real? Yeah. Yeah. So in that way, I felt like... He's being fucked by this middle-aged woman. He calls her Mrs. He's like a fucking toddler with his little plastic golden grams. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It's so true. Jeff is not well. Yeah, I did not put that together, but you're so right that Hazel's mom is... (laughs) She is fucking children, yes. Yeah, she's a midlife crisis, (laughs) cougar, predator, kind of, yeah. But it's also kind of refreshing in a way to see a woman doing that because that's usually... Yes, women can be predators too. That's the point of feminism. It's <laughs> literally the point of feminism. Girls are terrified. It's perfect. They need this. Okay, no. They need, like, mace, maybe. We can't do that, okay? We'd be misleading them. Guys do that all the time, okay? That's the point of feminism. That's not the point of feminism. You also don't care about feminism. Your favorite show is Entourage. You're missing the point. That was so funny to me. Again, yeah, we'd be misleading them. Guys do that all the time. That's the point of feminism. Right. That's just a thesis statement for every John Hughes movie, pretty much. Or, or like super bad you know all the like classic comedies starring men well high school boys i guess mm-hmm. but i didn't notice until i guess it was my third watch that hazel's mom has multiple football helmets on her dining room table yeah 
So it's not just Jeff. <laughs> right. Yay! Right, and Hazel does say it's been pretty dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's played for laughs, where she's just like knowing sitting on the floor and moaning. Knowing that your mom is having sex with one of your classmates is uh, Who's yeah. super shitty to you all the time. I had a friend in high school whose mom was like fucking high school guys. And really? Yeah. yeah, she was That's my friend intense. of a friend, but it was like a known thing. It was pretty fucked up. Oh, I really liked Marshawn's delivery of the Holocaust. It happened. The Holocaust. It happened. Yes, it did. But how? The seeds were sown in the Treaty of Versailles. Yes, it did. Yes, it did, right? <laughs> also, like, when Jeff breaks the thing and he's like, you've got to make that analogy with your fist. Hey, you. Overall, bitch. This is you. God damn it, Jeff. What the fuck? Hey, you couldn't make that analogy with your fist? I also love the thing in the credits when he's like the big D. <laughs> it's like D's. <laughs> Actually dealing with the D word. Death. No. Dinosaurs. No. Depression. D's nuts! I love a D's nuts joke. Yeah, I appreciated the outtake with the body double of Hazel. Oh yeah. The wig the comes off comes and I'm like, really I'm glad we saw that. Right. It's not yeah, that's good because it's so hard to see that. That's movie magic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love this shit is like beyond me. And Marshawn's like, <laughs> not like beyond me. Y'all were two of my top students, I think. Oh no, that was two other students. But at the end of the day, it don't matter. This shit is like beyond me. Not beyond meat, like the fake meat, but beyond me, like, who does that? Where do they do that at? Y'all out here 42 faking for the bacon. You understand what I'm saying? It's just so good. Oh my God, it's so good. It's just stream of consciousness, comedy gold. <laughs> when he says, why didn't you ask one of the female teachers? They say, we would, but we hate them. It's like, makes sense. <laughs> we were wondering if you wanted to be our club advisor. What kind of club is that? It's a women's club. We talk about women's issues. For example, periods, declining egg count, skirts. Skirts. But long ones, long denim skirts. Feminism is what she's saying. Feminism as a, as a whole. Why don't you just ask one of the female teachers? Mm, thought about that, but we hate them. Makes sense. Yeah. They save the football players, and then Tim starts the... The slow, slow clap. clap right? <laughs> yes! Yes! This is the Viking way! Yes! You did it! That reminded me so much of. Did you ever see Lucas? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how they give him the football, jo- and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that was I'm like sure a trope of football movies. Like I think that happens in fucking Rudy too, and all those football movies. But it's like, God, like he fucking went to the hospital, and you got his ass. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so great that you clap in the end for him. Right. Like, that's it. That's the redemption. That's all you need. Like, everything's cool now. (laughs) Oh, I also love Isabel's thing where she's like, because she's so... Yeah, but you guys, like, could not be more different. She's so, like... Like... (laughs) You know? (laughs) And you're... You're so, like... (laughs) She's 
so good. She's terrific. She's fantastic. She's amazing. Her reaction when she tells her about Jeff and, and she's <sighs> the face, yeah, her, like the way her face turns so from good. like. Like, Mild disbelief to like just insane horror. Like, yeah. like I cannot believe this. Yeah, she's fantastic. I want to see her in like everything. Yeah, yeah. And talking about how he touches her hair. Shiny, shiny. <laughs> that kind of shiny. you know it reminded me of uh, in Wet Hot American Summer when Marguerite Moreau is like, I just want to hook hot guys right now. <laughs> like... Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too. But Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. You know, I don't even care that he cheats on me. And, and I like you more than I like Andy Coop, but I'm 16. And maybe it'll be a different story like when I'm ready to get married. But right now, I am entirely about sex. I just want Andy. Yeah. I want to take him and grab him and just fuck his brains out, you know? So that's where my priorities are right now. Sex, specifically with Andy and not with you. One other thing I do love is at the end when Isabel says to Josie, like, you didn't have to start a fake club, <laughs> yes. you could have just talked to me. And she's like, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> yes. And I still really like you. I, I just, you know, you didn't have to start like a whole fight club just to date me. You could have just like talked to me. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't really know how true that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I agree, Josie. I yeah. don't know how true that is. <laughs> yeah, that's very realistic. <laughs> like, in some ways, tricking people into talking to you when you're in such different social classes right. is kind of necessary. <laughs> Maybe not to the extent that they did, right. but... But I don't know if she <laughs> could have just gone up and talked to her and ended up with her. Yeah, because she did already try to just right. talk to her, and that did not work. Yeah. Skinny girl alert. Yes. Oh, I love you. We're going to have to send you to the hospital. Skinny girl. You're a little skinny mini, aren't you? I love the, the complicated, like the Avril Lavigne montage. Mm-hmm. Like Josie and PJ have fallen out of favor with yeah. everyone, yeah. including Ted. Ted! Janitor. Ted! Like, and, and you can just hear Josie, like, she's screaming, like, when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else. That's her bottom, is like Ted won't even talk to her anymore. (laughs) Her line deliveries are all perfection as well. It's just like you really get like desperation. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. So good. I like how they keep saying pork. They're gonna pork us. Yeah. They say that a couple times. Well, we can't let them break our spirit, folks. Keep your heads in the game. Pork us. Just such a funny phrase. Oh, I also love when Josie meets up with what is her name, Ruth Gay Yoda. Oh yeah, Gay Yoda. The end of it when she's like, I don't understand a word. In '77, they burned him at a stake with his dog. In '92, they drowned him in a giant kitty pool. And in 03, they pulled his body apart with horses. It's called quartering. I know, I know what it's called. So tonight, I'm staying inside and double bolting those doors. If you love your girl, go be with the girl. If not, I don't care. I didn't understand the word of that. I'm so sorry. That's another funny set design because her table is like... (laughs) 
It's got like three weird novelty mugs on it and half a gallon of chocolate milk. And it's like hot and sunny where they are. And then two pieces of just like white bread on a plate. (laughs) Like, what is this? I I love that scene. Ruth is like, I don't get it. If you're not here to borrow firearms, then why are you here? <laughs> and Ruth knows what's up. Yeah. She's like, it's going to be violent tonight. I'm going to bolt the door. Like, she really knows what's going to happen. She knows it's serious. Yeah. It's not just like a funny rivalry. It's right. like, no, they actually, they try to kill the quarterback uh-huh. and their pets every year. She's like, and their pets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the acknowledgement of like short classes in, yeah. in movies. Seriously, Seriously that's, that's it. Class? <laughs> that's Oh, I loved also like when she's berating them for being late and he's like, I don't care if you're like, oh, but I have to go to extra help for math because I, I need to get a full ride because my mom lives in a trailer and she loves her boyfriend more than me. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Okay. My dad left me and I'm incredibly punctual. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your trauma is not a reason to be late. And then, of course, as a distraction, and we can do it again if people are asking. People are asking. I love that. They kiss on the mouth with tongue. As a distraction, and we can do it again if people are asking. (laughs) People are asking. And also the callback of like how they lied at first about killing people in Juvie. But by the end of the movie, like, literally every single one of them has killed someone. Right. <laughs> and the like, reaction, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I feel like you killed that guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, we killed, I think we killed, you killed that guy. No. Yeah, no. he's dead. That's oh dead. Oh my god. Yeah, we killed a couple, we killed, we killed a lot of guys. I, let's just, we'll process it later. Much later. Later. Yeah. Uh, we'll process it later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were some really cute moments, like at the Fight Club practice, and Brittany's like, Fight me off, PJ! Fight me off, PJ. Stop smiling, I'm kicking your ass. I'm kicking your ass! When they went to TP Jeff's house, and Josie's like, It's really nice we could get together and vandalize Jeff's house. That's one of my love languages. And Josie's like, Is the other one gifts? And she's like, The other one's gifts. At the same time, yeah. I really appreciated you fighting and speaking loudly at my boyfriend. I really value when people use violence and raise their voices for me. It's actually one of my love languages. Is the other one gifts? You could tell like how much she likes Isabel. That was really sweet. The first story that Josie tells, that was when I was like, is this a movie? Where she's like, I'm playing the long game. And then she tells a story that unfolds over 20 years. I'm not doing that with Isabel. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm playing the long game with her, okay? Mm. Here's how it's going to shake out. I don't speak to the bitch for years. Bam. It's the 20th high school reunion. I show up. I'm in a little suit like the lesbian I am. You know what I mean? It's probably white, okay? She looks at me. I look back at her. What the fuck happened to her? She's washed up. I mean, Jeff has run her ragged. That's when my ass swoops in, okay? She's She's washed up. (laughs) That's when my ass swoops in. (laughs) Jeff has run her ragged. (laughs) (laughs) like... That made me so sad. What? When Isabel, she's looking around Josie's room and she's like, I love God. I love God. Yes, I see. That's really funny. Really funny. She has a black Jesus. That's always good. (laughs) (laughs) 
Apparently, I actually did grow up in like a Pentecostal household. Oh. That's an Easter egg, well, so <laughs> I guess. Iconography. <laughs> yeah. And just the pronunciation of Matthew is so fucking <laughs> funny. The accepted gay. The school has such a gay problem. Okay, no. No one hates us for being gay. Everyone hates us for being gay, untalented, and ugly. Like... Look at too. Rock on, man. Killing it. I love what you're doing with the school play. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. I'm packing up my vagina and I'm fucking mad you. That's the only hope for me. No! It's me and the two, man. Ted is saying, like, I'm worried that the whole Fight Club thing is taking attention away from the football game. <laughs> and Josie's like, I think that's, like, impossible to do. <laughs> it's literally impossible. <laughs> Listen, it's really cute and everything, but we're getting a little close to the game now and um i'm just a bit concerned it might be taking away attention from our team i i think that's like literally impossible to do okay. yeah in the principal's office too he's like the homecoming game with huntington is nearly a month away do you know how long we've been working toward this yes, yes. It's everywhere. 20 years. Couldn't be clearer. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Oh, it's every like, where you turn, there's a poster. Those are so funny. Like, they tag, like, get horny, and it's yeah, just, right. like, Jeff shirtless. And then he's got the, go, Jeff, go. the, like, Sistine Chapel painting behind him where he sits. <laughs> They're in, like, the Last Supper configuration, and then he's both God and Adam oh in the God, painting. I, I totally missed that. But, yeah, that is how they're sitting. It's just, like, that. you have to do a watch where you just, like, look at everything in the background. Yeah. Because they... Like, did, everything on the chalkboard. and Yeah. Really <laughs> All the posters everywhere. Yeah. Tight measles all. <laughs> so this is what's called a lunchtime poll. So is it like, who would we have a club for back in high school? Or like present day? I was like... thinking present day, but I feel like you okay. can say whatever you want. Okay, cool. I was overthinking. <laughs> it's okay. Because I didn't want to do. The lunchtime poll question is, for whom would you create a fake club, and what would the club be? <laughs> I love this. It's been a while since we did a crush. Yeah. They are grateful to us. We build a community. We bond. We share. We connect. We're punching each other. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouths. I'll go first. Yeah, you, you came <laughs> up with any. My current crush is Brendan Yuri. The lead singer from Panic at the Disco. And he's more pretty than Smoldering, so he's a little bit off type for me, but you can see my type is so consistent that he's off because he is very, very handsome, but yeah. not totally Smoldering, so pretty though. <laughs> he's on my keychain, that's this noise. But his voice is the best, and I just got real into Panic at the Disco in the last year. I mean, I had a hard time with the what would the club be because I'm like, what would I know about anything? But like these girls don't know anything don't know about this face yeah. So I guess it would be like we're going to put on like a Beatles influenced musical hmm. that might entice Brendan Yuri because their second album is so Beatles influenced and he's very Broadway like. He did a run on Kinky Boots on Broadway. And oh, cool. So I feel like he's like a theater music kid. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he would join our club. And Yeah. <laughs> that was designed entirely to entice him. Right. It sounds like it'd be fun anyway, even if he didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still riding hard for Florence Pugh. So I would definitely try to entice her with a cooking with your dog club. Oh, Because she loves she to do cooking and she has a dog. Yeah. Billy and... Billy is always like in her cooking with flow videos. <laughs> She'll like pick up Billy. Billy's huge. Oh. <laughs> well, not huge, but she's like not the kind of dog that usually just like pick up and she'll pick her up and like hold her in the camera. 
So yeah, cooking with your dog. Hopefully that would work. <laughs> Woof, there's my dog. Like Let me like it. Well, I have a club I would want to do. Okay. Okay, well, I, I just watched this documentary this weekend about Hedy Lamar, and, oh, like, cool. she invented a lot of interesting yeah. shit. Like, I would love to start some kind of club where women invent things, or oh, yeah. hmm. they are encouraged to, like, help each other follow through on their ideas. Oh, cool. My experience. There's a serious lack of female solidarity at this school. Not the point. Hazel. Like, if you really have an idea on how to make something better or how to do something or fix a problem, there's not a lot of, or at least from me being a teenager, mm-hmm. I was not encouraged to have ideas. Right. It's like, like you so, have a whole jewelry business and no one ever talks about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I would like to be around other people that do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't that really have like a crush on anyone, but I just... Well, maybe like, it would wanna... attract Hedy Lamar. You could like feature a female inventor every time. Yes. <laughs> that would be good. I like that. Good one. Final answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make all this happen. How very. Okay, I got some fun facts. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> During the final battle, the sword that was dropped <laughs> is a replica of Andrew, Flame of the West, wielded by Aragorn in Peter Jackson's The Lord oh of the Rings. Oh, so we're turning the game. Oh, it's a replica. Wow. But that's yeah, cool. That's funny to me, obviously. <laughs> I'm a big loader stand, so I like that. And then also the plot point about Jeff being allergic to pineapple was inspired by the fact that Io at Debury is also allergic to pineapple. Oh, sad. Pineapple's delicious. One of the things I watched was they were doing shots. We've got 11 questions and 11 shots, and we can either answer a question or pour it up and take a shot. I'm nervous because we have sensitive stomachs. Oh, God. Yeah. I am mean, actually a little but bit But we're also that. sensitive about the truth. Which at first they're like, what you guys don't know is that it's 6 in the morning right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's alcohol. It's going to really hit at 7 in the morning. They don't tell you it's 6 a.m. All press is at 4 in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> it's turning day right now. So they're like, we're going to answer most of these questions. But one of them, Rachel picked up and thought it had pineapple in it. So she was like turning away to smell it. And I was like, why are you turning away? This actually feels like something. Why are you going away? Because I smell pineapple. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> that is not nice. It was a sweet moment between them. I liked the story that you had shared a while ago about Marshawn. He was approached to do the role and he wanted to be in the movie because of his relationship with his gay sister. And he felt like when he was a football player in high school and his sister was coming out, he didn't handle it well. It was important to him. I mean, then, like, yeah. him being in a movie like this, good. drawing yeah. lots of kids who maybe wouldn't have seen it without him otherwise, like, that's pretty yeah. awesome. That's terrific. He's a class act. Yeah, I love him. And then my favorite fun fact, which maybe people have noticed already, <laughs> the Rockridge dog mascot has a giant human penis <laughs> on the front. I was doing all kinds of pausing and <laughs> trying to get a good shot of it. Because it is in the background, but it is very funny. It's like an erect, floppy penis. And they're like, we had a whole meeting about it for an hour. We're like, should it be fleshy? Should it be furry? How big should it be? 
how much can we get away with it being on screen? And like, most of the movie, when you see the mascot, his back is turned. And like in the posters around, he's bent over. Like there's lots of like hiding his groin region until the end. <laughs> so look out for that giant dog wow. dick. Nice. <laughs> but it's a human dick on a dog. Oh my God. Very funny. <laughs> I thought the mascot was like, but now that you say that, it's like, oh yeah, that was kind of weird. Like... <laughs> I love that there's so much to notice every time you watch yes. it. Yes. I feel like it rings true, too. They're like the Vikings, but their mascot is a dog in a Viking costume. <laughs> and then their rivals are the golden ferrets. Right. <laughs> oh, God, that's very funny. And now their whole football team is dead. Yeah. We'll process it later. Okay? <laughs> we have to, like, <laughs> oh, and then there's like a But I'm a Cheerleader Easter egg, the diner that Josie and Isabel go to is called But I'm a Diner. Oh. And the waitress has a name tag that says Natasha. Oh, that's nice. Oh, my God. That's, That's like the best thing about making a movie is every little detail you can customize. (laughs) So fucking good. I just can't wait for them to make more movies. I know. Like Elvis Seligman and A.O. Ediviri and Sana. I want them to make more movies together. I know they're probably going to go on their own, too, but. I mean, they have they been know, doing that, but they're, yeah, they're like a <laughs> yeah, power yeah. trio for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was magic. This was lightning in a bottle. <laughs> I saw the picture of Rachel Senat in a conference room or something at NYU, and they're like whiteboarding bottoms. Uh-huh. They started the idea years oh, ago. I love that. Students and followed it through. It's pretty awesome. That is amazing. I didn't find any fun facts about it, but the picture in Josie's room of the two of them. It gets a lot of screen time, and then Isabel picks it up and is like, you've been friends for a long time, haven't you? Like, I wonder if that is just a picture of them from college or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just wearing, like, some crazy outfits. <laughs> ah, so great. Definitely, let's get more female comedy dream teams. Yeah. Make it as gay and weird as possible. Yeah. We're here for it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of Paid in Puke, please take a minute to give us five stars on your preferred podcast app. If you did not enjoy it, no further action is necessary. Paid in Puke is hosted by Jessica Baxter, Amy Green, and Christina Barr. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod, on Blue Sky at Paid in Puke Pod, on Instagram at Paid in Puke Seattle, and on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Paid in Puke is produced and edited by Divine Betty Media. Music by Silent Partner and Jessica Baxter. Thanks for listening. You're beautiful. Be smoke. Be smoke. Be smoke.